Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I talk to AEW Dynamite Rebel, that's right, the assistant to Britt Baker, DMD. Rebel joins us. We talk about AEW and what's next for her and Britt Baker. Also, we talk about pay-per-views, and not just Revolution this past Sunday, but pay-per-views in general. Are they too long? What is the right time and length of a pay-per-view? Also, coming off the heels of me and Gabby stepping into the ring at the Team 3D Academy, what goes in to training to be a pro wrestler? All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I am doing fantastic, having a blast. Uh, and the time of my life with the, the good doctor. And uh, we just, uh, I actually, I just, I pinch myself every day, loving getting to go to work for AEW. Well, don't and pinch the chem- yourself. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. If you're going to be in pain, let, you know, don't, don't do it to yourself. <laughs> There's enough people that's going to try to tear you down. Exactly. Uh, you mentioned like you, you, it's a dream come true. Just, you know, talk about you know the the last you know six seven months, the chemistry that you have with Doctor Britt Baker. Well, uh, you know, I knew Britt uh, for a while before you know AEW started, and um, we just you know bonded right away. And uh, I'm very grateful for uh, my my dentist, my DMD, <laughs> and I'm grateful that she, you know, brought me to have her along her side and be her partner in crime. And you know, we shop together, we have movie nights together. Uh, you name it, we are we just uh, love her so much. Well, it, it shows on TV. And was was that the plan all along? Was for you to come to AEW and kind of be on, you know, you know, Team Doctor Britt Baker? You know, how did this come about? You coming to AEW and what we're seeing right now play out on TV? Well, what you guys didn't see on TV was that I uh, have been with AEW since the beginning, but I was doing the makeup, behind, the makeup and hair behind the scenes. Wow! So. Um, yeah. And, you know, I you know used to wrestle for impact wrestling before, and I thought that I was ready to like get behind the camera. Cause I'm very passionate about makeup and hair. And I love that stuff. I love creating. I was doing Brute's makeup and we just had a great time. And if you saw the first, the first segment of, uh, uh, the rules of being a role model, it was in 
her office and yeah i think that's that's when they i think that's when tony khan and saw uh and cody and, and and kenny saw the chemistry there and uh so and that so just let's took get off more of that it's very interesting I, i've i've actually been on crutches in the last uh month or two um yeah Walking on crutches sucks, don't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It rubs your armpit raw. <laughs> oh, my God. I watched you the other day, and I'm just saying that uh, even though I think that it was all a ruse, I think you're okay. Yeah, I mean, would I be wrong in thinking that you were okay? Look, I am, have a hard time walking, you guys. Uh, it's it's just, just a <laughs> shooting pain. And oh. you know, uh, thank goodness for for the DMD Britt Baker because you know she's able to write me a prescription or a, a doctor's note to to take care of my health. You know, she's really looking out for me and my well being. What a well, kind I, soul! Uh, yeah, I can. She's uh, a kind I, soul, huh, Dave? I saw things a little bit differently. Uh, at Revolution on Sunday, but I digress. Maybe we were looking the wrong lens. Uh, Yeah, maybe it was the angle of the camera or something. I don't know. Now, I mean, you know, Rebel mentioned about that she's done a lot. Obviously, makeup and now being on the side of Britt Baker. And she did have a great pro wrestling career. She uh, she talked about her time with Impact. And Mark, a name that you're extremely familiar with. and, And Rebel, tell me if I'm wrong, but weren't you trained by Rip Rogers? Yes, I was at OVW. Oh boy! Wow, a lot of f bombs. I'm sure Bless were dropped heart. by Rip Rogers. <laughs> yes, oh, but I God. love those f bombs. I, I I say I always say I'm face of an angel, but uh, mouth of a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> that that dude has a heart as big as a whale's. I mean, he sure does. I love him to pieces. And and you know what? As crass as he is, and sometimes unrefined. Um, I don't know if I've ever worked with anybody that was more knowledgeable and ha- could relay the message. He is a great teacher. Uh, he wouldn't, he wouldn't want to hear you say how great a teacher he was, that he's a wrestling guy, but he is a great teacher, isn't he? Absolutely. And I consider it an honor to get cussed out of the ring by him. <laughs> get out you're, you're fucking rotten <laughs> <laughs> get out i love I'm it trying to, I'm, I'm gonna do better yeah next time somebody else get in <laughs> he would throw, yeah, he would throw you out right there to a t he would throw you out in the heartbeat you, you got one time to make that mistake yeah don't make it again Hey, Rebel, you know, we talk a lot about AEW and what we see on Wednesday nights. And now the the uh, programming is expanding as well, Mondays and Tuesday nights. I mean, what's the morale like with AEW? How is, the, you know, everything going on with the locker room? And it really does feel like from the outside looking at it, it's a team atmosphere. Absolutely. And I, I would tell you this, even, even before I was uh, in the wrestling industry, I don't think I could work for a better human being and company than Tony Khan and AEW. I, you guys, I'm just telling you, it it just, I wake up every day so happy to go to work. I I can't even explain it. 
it's just, I, it's just, it really, it is a dream come true. And I'm so grateful for Tony Khan and, and, um, and I'm grateful for everyone that's there, the, you know, the crew, the other wrestlers. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it truly is amazing. I, I, like I said, I pinch myself. And you've, you're somebody that has done a lot in your, in your career, you know, from wrestling to what you're doing now with AEW, being a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, being in videos. I mean, you have really done a lot in your career so far. Yeah, I would like to say that I am a Jill of all trades. <laughs> I, I like that. Is there, is there one thing you're most proud of? Uh, I am very proud of getting to go overseas to Iraq and Afghanistan to perform for our troops uh, when they needed just a little piece of home. I was in a show group, a dancing singing show group, and that was just uh, an, an honor to get to bring them a little piece of home when they're going through uh, fighting for our country day in and day out and getting to see just a, a taste of what, you know, that they had to go through. It just makes you appreciate life so much more and, and um, appreciate them. You know, Rebel, when you look at AEW Dynamite on Wednesdays and how much this company has grown and being on TNT, being on national TV, are you surprised how successful AEW has been in such a short time? Uh, absolutely. Uh, no, you know what? No, be- because w- I feel like we knew that that very first uh, uh, all in, like, you know, before they had this, the TV show deal, like you knew right then there was something special. There was something dyna- dynamic. There was something just uh, unique. And all these, you know, wrestlers were hungry and ready to make a difference in, in the wrestling world. And I, I don't, I don't feel surprised by it at all. I mean, I, I feel, uh, excited and like, hell yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. All this right. Should be, like- this should be this, you know, new, new guy in town. I love it. Well, I mean, you say you love it, and listen, I'm a big Cowboy fan, so you being a former Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, obviously, you know, great career, but I got to be honest with you, and I think most people listening to this interview would agree, you're not well-liked when it comes to what you do each and every week on AEW. I mean, you know, using the crutch, (laughs) you know, people booing you. I mean, you you, got to smile from ear to ear. I like her more now, Dave, that I, I didn't know. That she was a cowboy cheerleader. Well, I, I like mean, her more you, now. Uh, of course you do, because that's that's what she's trying to do. You see, she's trying she's to get you me? to like her. But yes, she is because she's no. not a good person. If you watch her on the show, she's not a but, good person. But Don't I let like her fool her. you. Don't let her fool you. She's got uh, nasty I, I, ways. I'm a she's good evil. I'm, is it I'm the smoke and mirrors? It's smoke and mirrors, Mark. She Listen, just says she was competitive. I, I, I would say I'm a pretty good person. I'm just competitive. I'm there. Oh, for, I'm there for I like Dr. I like Britt Baker. I like people that are competitive, Dave. Like you're trying to win. If you're not cheating, you're not trying to win. That's what I always heard. I never cheated, but I just saying, like I heard that. <laughs> Me either. I you know? I think don't what it takes to to win. Your allegiance is in the wrong place, Dr. Britt Baker. Does if you get your name right for crying out loud? 
Yeah, but she she gets she gets that check right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. Okay, so it's get a business decision. me, pay decision. me, baby. I get, it. I get it. It's a business decision. Now I understand. Now I understand. <laughs> I I do I do enjoy your. How about like two with Tony Schiavone? What's that like working with Tony Schiavone? Tony Schiavone's got a little bit of a crush, you could tell, on Doctor Britt Baker, and probably you as well. What's it like working with Tony? Oh Good my chemistry. gosh, I love yeah. Shivani. I always say, when I see him, I say, shoot, shoot, shooting the shit with Shivani. <laughs> and I, that's, that's my jingle oh. for him. He is, I just love him so much. Every time I see his face, I just light up because he's just, just uh, the sweetest Well, you can thing. tell y'all have good chemistry. I mean, yeah. he, he, he's one of those guys, I think he's got pretty much good chemistry with everyone. But as it relates to you and 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 Britt, like uh, you just can't miss when the, y'all are in a segment together. Oh, I'm so glad that you guys feel our love for each other. <laughs> and, and, and listen, you know, Rebel, you're doing a great job on TV. I I love the character you play, though. I do think you're you're a little bit shady, but you know that's you. It's business to say. Oh, come on. I'm just saying, but you're you're awesome with the. Could you do? Could you get a brush to Tony Conter? Just he's a great owner. He, I know you love working with him, but I think he needs a little trim. No, a little trim for Tony Conter. Uh, I love the fluff. Love oh, the okay. fluff. That's a, All right. Has, hashtag little, love the trim fluff. Trim is good for you. All right, you love the fluff, <laughs> Rebel. Thank you so much. We love what you're doing each and every Wednesday. Thank you so so much, and we appreciate the time. Safe ride, safe flight. And thanks for the time. Hey, thank you guys. And make sure you guys tune in uh, next week for it's going to be history making. Uh, first time AEW women's main event. We and Dr. me and Dr. Baker are going to put some respect on that women's division. You guys don't want to miss it. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce Murray. You may know me as host of the Sirius XM Blitz on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Here now to introduce you to my new podcast, Going Long. Every week, I'll talk to big names both in and out of the world of sports, Hall of Famers, actors, actresses, comedians, broadcasters, maybe even some chefs. We'll discuss their lives, their successes, their failures, and of course, the one thing that connects all of them, a passion for sports. So join me every Thursday on the Sirius XM app, Pandora, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for Going Long. Mark, uh, what did you think of Revolution on Sunday? More importantly, uh, a lot of talk has been about the exploding barbed wire deathmatch. But let me ask you, did you think Revolution was a little too long this past Sunday? Yeah, I thought it was a little long. Um, Started to get a little tired at the end. Same thing I do with uh, WWE pay-per-views. You know, like sometimes they get long. Like you, you go to a WrestleMania Brother, you better rest up the week before. Yeah, pack a lunch. <laughs> I mean, like sitting there for seven, ten hours is hard yeah. to do. So, you know, I'm glad that they broke it up into two nights because that was like the biggest thing um, for me. Um, but, yeah, I think they could have got a lot of that done in less time. 
All right, so for those who didn't watch Revolution, Revolution, the main show is about three hours and 45 minutes, and they also had a pre-show as well. So if you count that, you're talking well over four hours for the entire pay-per-view. Now, the one thing I will say, Mark, in credit to AEW, they don't have a monthly pay-per-view. They have only four throughout the year. So maybe their take is, hey, we're asking fans to spend 50 bucks on a pay-per-view. We better give them their money's worth, and we better make it more than just you know two, two and a half hours. Well, I, I definitely believe in that, giving, giving people their money's worth. And especially now when money is tighter than it's been in years past where people are uh, really economizing what they're spending their money on because of the global pandemic still yep. exists. Guys, still wear your mask. Even if you've gotten the vaccination, wear your mask, like wash your hands, like take sanitize everywhere you go, uh, bleach wipes, whatever it is. Like we've caught up now where you can buy Lysol again. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the first seven, eight months of oh, the pandemic? There no was Clorox no wipes, wipes, no Lysol. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, everything. It was so far behind. Uh, now, like, guys, take care of yourselves. Uh, we, but we definitely need to, um, you know, reflect on, on what happened in the week. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. So, Mark, for you, what's the perfect amount of time for a pay-per-view? That where you don't lose interest, you don't get tired. Think of it, it was, you know, AEW didn't do it on a Saturday. They did it on a Sunday. The next pay-per-view is going to be on a Sunday as well. So you got to take that in consideration. People have to get up early the next day for work and yada, yada. For you, Mark, what's the perfect amount, the perfect length of a pay-per-view? I say three hours. Like, you know, we were used to watching a Monday Night Raw, a three-hour Raw consistently every week. I think that the pay-per-view should be that three hours, but more of a condensed version. The There shouldn't be too much ballyhoo in between. Uh, we've done enough setup. Let's get to the match. Let people have more time in the ring, whether they're on the stage talking and walking to the ring or they're in the ring and they're discussing their gripes or complaints about the person that they're standing across the ring from. And then we get to the uh, couple of, you know, being that it's a pay-per-view, you're going to have championship matches. So you're going to have championship match time. You know, they're going to have to do the introductions. They're going to have to present the title. Like, there'll be time that'll get ate up, you know. So now if you want somebody to have 20 minutes, 25 minutes, then, you know, yeah, three hours. You can get okay, all that done hours. in three hours, three hours and 15 minutes. Hey, everybody, this is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic fires it in to Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Mark, I did- did ask the nation to give us kind of like what a gauge of like how long they think a pay-per-view should be. 
I, I kind of would like in that two-hour, 45-minute range, you said three hours. Uh, let's ask the nation because we do have some nation members that want to join in on the conversation. Let's go out to Chris in Long Island. What's going on, Chris? Guys, good morning. Real quick, I, I got to ask a question. Um, are we going to allow Southern Rock into the country Friday? Yeah, because, yeah. Because if you guys, because now you're opening up with with Skinner and Molly Hatchet. I, you know what? Now, now I'm I, I'm going to make a managerial decision here. I think that we have never done like a full blown country Friday yet. I think we should stick to just like you know old school, old style, traditional country music. If the song is right, played then. on classic rock radio, we're going to leave it off the table. Yeah, so no, so no almonds, Leonard Skinner, oh, no 38 oh, special. Guys, guys. Charlie Daniels, Devil Went Down to Georgia, is played all the time on Q104.3 up here in New York. So I don't know. All right, so no know. Charlie Daniels then. No Charlie Daniels. As much as I love that song, that's the rules that we're setting. Oh, oh wow! All right, that's uh, we could do a southern don't, rock. Don't, don't get hot. Yeah, don't get mad. Don't like hang up. We could do it. We could do a southern <laughs> rock one. We could do a southern rock Friday at some point. But like, let's e- we got to ease it in. You can't just go full tilt. Yeah, right man, away. You got to ease well, it in a little bit. Yeah, you well, got to slowly. I, I'll take it because I'll, I'll tell you right now. Anytime Mark's on, you know the music choice is usually every mixtape that I had back in high school. So I, I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate the music when Mark comes on it. Anyway, um, but guys, I, I'll tell you. I, I, in regards to uh, in regards to your uh, your question, I gotta say I, I think three hours is a great time for a pay per view. Uh, but you got to allow for like an extra fifteen minutes at the end in case you have any like aftermath from the main event because that, that's what used to happen during the Attitude Era with all their main with with all their pay per views is, is you'd have. Something happen. You'd have something happen at, at the end of the main event that 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 needed to keep you hooked for another fifteen minutes or so, and that would usually bleed into the Monday night programming. So that I, I gotta say three hours, but you have to allow an extra fifteen minutes, say, just in case, you know. Didn't right. have the match end at two forty-five. You know, and, and but once you get over, you know, people got to go to work the next day. And, and we have people on Sunday, like you got to get up at six o'clock in the morning and get your kids ready to go to school and get yourself to work. Like it's hard. It's a hard night, man. And I, I, I'm I glad it. you mentioned and really quick, Chris and Chris, thanks so much for the phone call. Mark, you make a great point because you want to get kids to watch, too. Yeah, Kids can't be watching watch. a pay-per-view at 11.30 at night when they got school the next month. Now, if, if if it's a Saturday night, you know what? That's different. You stay up a little bit later on a Saturday, yeah. whatever. But, you know, kids kids, you know, can't be staying up to 11.30, 11.45 at night when they got school the next day. And, 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 Mark, you made an excellent point earlier, too, when it comes to WrestleMania. You and I were both at WrestleMania 35 together. We watched WrestleMania 35 together. Like it went so it long. I had, hours? It was it was it was like I, I forget how it started at like it was like eight nine hours right yeah. at WrestleMania thirty five. Now I actually I brought my daughter. My daughter had school the next day. We had to leave before the main event because she had school the next day. Because you're t- you're looking at the watch. It's close to midnight, and the, and the show's not over yet. Once Kofi won, it was done. You was like, uh, I, I was had out. all I could handle. 
Yeah, Triple H Batista. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch you. I'll watch you in the morning. But like, but you know what I'm saying, Mark? Like, the last thing you want is for people to leave early. The last thing you want is for people like to be thinking, all right, let's hurry up and get to the main event. You don't want that. You don't want to wear out your welcome. So I, I kind of like these these two nights for WrestleMania. I'd ra- I'd ra- if you're going to do an eight-hour show, do four hours one night, four hours the next night instead of eight, like an eight-hour marathon all day for WrestleMania. Well, you, you did right leaving, Dave, because I heard stories of people that they didn't get home till three or four in the morning because the the system shut down. The yep. buses and trains stopped and uh you couldn't get an Uber. It was a, a two hour wait to get an Uber. So I mean like man, like that's you don't want to get into a situation where the show is so long that public transportation is done. Like man, that's it's too much. Like you gotta you gotta be respectful of the time. Yeah, and and I think it's a good question for the nation about these pay per views and how lengthy these pay per views are. Hey everyone, this is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Our very own Gabby, who cut an amazing promo on Tommy Dreamer and I a couple weeks back, stepped into the ring for the first time at the Team 3D Academy this past Tuesday evening, and she did a phenomenal job. And the montage, the training montage, is available at Busted Open Radio and on the SiriusXM app. Daniela and Mike do a phenomenal job with video of our interviews and also some of the other stuff that we do here on Busted Open. So make sure you check it out on the SiriusXM app. Were you able to see some of that footage of Gabby taking some bumps in the ring on Tuesday night? I did, and I was impressed because taking bumps it goes against what your body and your brain says you should do. I mean, that's that's kind of like wrestling 101. Look, some of the stuff we're going to do today, guys and girls, is not what the body wants to do. You have to recondition your thought processes in order to get what's going to be done, done. Everybody grab a rope, <laughs> squat down, go backwards, and slap your hands to the mat and land Keep your head off the ground. And that is usually the first, you know, uh, training wheels version of taking a bump. Then you graduate to standing in the middle of the ring and just committing like Gabby did to falling backwards with your head up and slapping the mat. Hell of a job. I don't know how many times that uh, she did it before y'all videoed her and, and and where we saw the videos. But if that was less than five or six times, uh, ten times, I would be I'm even more impressed. 
Well, I was impressed by Gabby's performance. I was impressed uh, by Bully, how great a coach and a teacher he was at the Team 3D Academy. I mean, guy's intelligent. We we know that. But it's it's a gift to be able to pass that along to people and have that Everybody patience to be able teach. to yeah, and he has that patience. Michael Bully Jordan, is a great greatest, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Couldn't win a game coaching. <laughs> Just horrible. Larry Bird, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Yeah, I, I, I know he was below 500 in his record. Magic Johnson, my idol. <laughs> Magic was not a great coach. You cannot... Everybody can't coach. It's hard to do. That's why the coaches get paid. The coach, there's coaches in the in the in the SEC and Big Twelve that are making nine million dollars a year. The average salary is four point five. Jeez. The average. Holy cow. To be a coach means you sacrifice your life for that business that you're in, whether it's football, basketball, golf, marbles, tiddlywinks, whatever it is. You have you don't you don't go home when during the season. I mean, we know we know some coaches, Dave, t- together. Ask your friends that are coaches what their lives are like when the season starts. You got to look at film on up to 75 guys, 100 guys in football, 15 to 20 guys in basketball, in baseball. Oh, my God. The guys in baseball, they watch days of film on a player because you need to see tendencies. You need to – it's so much that goes into the coaching and the evaluation of talent that you have to be able to go to the management and say, hey, I can fix this guy. This guy, I don't think he's worth the money. We should move on from him and, like, get a couple of guys just to fill the spot until we can find, train this one guy to be the guy, and we'll pay this amount of money. And then you have to work into the salary cap. And, and like, it's, you got to do the math. And they have all these analytics guys that try to smarten the coaches up as best they can. It's a process, basically, is what I'm saying. So, Bully being able to do what he's done all these years, uh, I've run into dozens and dozens of guys that said they were trying to get into business and I said, well, have you taken any training? Yeah, I, I was at uh, Bully Ray's uh, 3D Academy. I went there for like a year, and then I moved. Oh, okay, well, your foundation is solid. That's what I would say. I know your foundation is solid. So you can bump. You can, you can, you can move around. You got it. Uh, how's your psychology? Well, you know, Bully, he, he always put an emphasis on you know, the psychology, even when we were first learning. So it's like he knows his business. Not surprised. Yeah, and, and he's a great teacher, and he showed some of that. He had Gabby. I, 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 I went just to watch Gabby originally 
And then, you know, I kind of got the itch. Then and you got the in ring. there. Yeah, and I went in with it. Everybody's like, well, why are you wearing flannel and jeans to, you know, a training session? Well, I wasn't originally going to do that. And obviously, we weren't taking bumps right away. There were certain exercises that Bully had Gabby and I do, like the crunch position, you know, knees up. And, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're stretching out your arms and pounding them on the mat. And, and that is just getting your mind and your tendencies ready for the reflex of falling back and taking your first bump. And, and you know, for those who think it's easy, and there's video of me Don't doing do it, it at home. Yeah, don't, definitely don't do it. And and that ring is a lot harder than people actually think that ring is if you've never stepped yeah. into a pro wrestling ring before, at least a, a real pro wrestling ring like the one that's uh, at the 3D Academy. So, and I've heard that people, Dave, they think that the ring is like a trampoline. Guys, it's not. Nope. It's not. It's a floor with steel girders underneath, under, and and two by fours carpet and a thin padding and canvas. It is very hard, sturdy surface. And when you bang your head or you uh, take enough bumps to where you get what we call whiplash, or if you go, you've been in a car accident before and you got whiplash. Uh, I'm, Gabby, how's your neck feel today? My neck is still a little stiff. From, from what was this Tuesday night? Tuesday I, night. I had to yeah. take a leave the minute I got home, and it was. And the next morning, it still hurt me a little. But bully, that was bully's advice to me: go home, take two leave before you go to bed. And if I didn't, I think I would have been in really bad pain the next day. You would have. Yeah. And, and that's just a, a a reflex of falling. Is your body doesn't once the most once you start something in motion, it stays in motion. So your body is going to keep going after it's hit and stop. The rest of your body is going to have a whiplash effect. And it's, it's, man, it hurts. Like your low back, you know, luckily your low back is not hurting. If you did it wrong, your low back would hurt too. But because Bully said, get your knees up, then that's, that's what combated the fact that you had, you know, back problems. I have back problems now because after a while, I knew it looked better if I had a car crash when I hit the ground. So a lot of times I would take bumps where I, I hit everything, you know, and uh, I twisted while I was doing it, you know. So I did that. I'm not blaming nobody. I heard the show yesterday and the day before and how there's people that have class action lawsuits against people um, owners of companies and um, you know what, man, you know what you signed up for when you got in it. And if you have a problem, go to that company that you work for and say, Hey, um, while I was working, I got injured, man. Like, you know, my insurance won't cover this. And, and, if, and if there's any salt, any goodness in their heart, then that those companies will, uh, take care of that. And, uh, but getting back to the matter at hand, Gabby, I thought you did a hell of a job. And she really I did. You, I think you got a future. I think that if you wanted to wrestle, uh, you could do it. I think that a lot of people got to see you for the first time uh, other than a headshot. And I think that 
you are we we always say Gabby's pleasing to the eye, and and is a is got the potential to uh, verbally be good in radio and whatever she chooses to do, but you have to be able to talk as well as be physical in pro wrestling, and I think you could do them both. Yeah, I thought she did a, a great job. I'll say with myself, like there's video footage and the one that's on the video montage is a later one that I took because the first one I took, Mark, just to to the point that you made, I didn't tuck my chin. I didn't tuck my chin and I went right back and my my back of my head hit the mat and I saw stars like and it, it really after I tried to do it again, I was gun shy and I just couldn't I just couldn't do it because your first instinct is to protect your fall. So after I hit my head, I just couldn't do it. I could my yeah. my instinct is to protect my fall. Kudos to Gabby. You know, those bumps that you see in that video, those aren't the first ones. She had she did it like twenty five times, man. Before yeah. and and she didn't get discouraged. She was like, All right, no, I'm doing it again. No, I'm doing it again. She didn't even have to wait for Bully to say, do it again. She was like, No, I'm doing it again. So she's got a lot of drive in her, and I, I was very, very impressed. Now that being said, we know she's got a future in this business. So knowing that one day Gabby is going to step into the ring and compete, we're going to try to figure out what her entrance music should be. Knowing Gabby from this show and knowing her personality, what should her entrance music be? Blizz, what do you got? Hey, look, Gabby is a a one-of-a-kind type of girl. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows what she stands for. If Gabby's going to have her own entrance music, she needs to have custom entrance music. And if you're going to give her custom entrance music, you know I'm going to be your guy for it. Ooh, Blizz. I forgot about that. Oh, man, you know, we should have like, called Blizz from the beginning. I'm just saying, I'm right here, guys, and it's very easy for Gabby. You know, if you want to capture that je ne sais quoi, that legitness of her, I'm your guy. And even with a quick sample, not to give everything away because, you know, you got to make money off of it, but it's easy. If you think about Gabby, you can just easily say something like, Gabby is legit. She'll give you heart failure. She's handy with her tools. Y'all can call her Tim Taylor. Others are Al Boylan. She'll leave your face boiling. Knock the grease out your grill like George Foreman. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.